Before your time, Nancy, way before your time. In fact, before my time, Sugar Ray Robinson, one of the greatest pound-for-pound fighters of all time, based in Harlem, where he would uh, fight at the gym in preparation for his many battles with the raging bull, Jake LaMotta, featured in maybe what is the uh, number one rated movie of all time, Raging Bull. And... uh, Here he is. He'd be riding his pink Cadillac around. Now, if he were to still be alive and was riding his pink Cadillac below 60th Street in Manhattan, he probably would get clipped if everything happens the way Kathy Hochul wants and Eric Adams and everybody else wants to gouge the taxpayers even more. Probably $15 minimum, maybe more by the... uh, End of May, beginning of June. In fact, today there are back-to-back, belly-to-belly protests, one taking place now downtown in favor of congestion pricing, saying that that will encourage more folks to be riding bicycles using mass transit. And then I believe our very dear friend Bob Holden, city councilman from uh, Middle Village, uh, Glendale, and Mashpeth, will be hosting... Uh, a rally outside of Tom Swazi's uh, office uh, with uh, those Republicans and Democrats who oppose the congestion pricing. That'll be about 6 o'clock today because uh, Swazi is pro-congestion pricing and in his race with Mozzie, and I'll be all over campaigning for Mozzie on this weekend, but in his race against Mozzie, he has defended congestion pricing even though he's in uh, his district, the third district, would include the North Shore of Nassau, Suffolk, and also Whitestone, Queens, where I don't think there are many, if any, people in favor of congestion pricing that Swazi uh, and uh, Mazi is opposed to it. But why don't you break it down? Because clearly there are a lot of people taking sides, whether Democrat or Republican or Independent, you got some who say this is the answer to forcing more people to use mass transit, less traffic, less congestion, more bicycles, less cars, less trucks. And those who are saying that its implementation will just cripple the city. It won't ever recover if uh, there's going to be another tax levied on people's heads who drive south of 60th Street. Where are we with all of this? Yeah, so, I mean, it seems like whatever support that there was initially for this plan, uh, you know, by some of the lawmakers – is definitely very dwindled right now. So you have a series of lawsuits, and the you know depending upon who who the party is that's bringing the lawsuit, they have a variety of different claims. I mean, most of them include to some element like the lack of the environmental impact study, which I think is really probably the biggest thing because what they're doing is they're cutting off um, you know the congestion pricing area is 
south of 60th Street all the way, uh, you know, to the tip of Manhattan. So what that's going to do is now force everyone who doesn't want to get that congestion pricing to use the FDR or the West Side Highway. Now, you think about how how busy it gets in the tunnels because when people are using the bridge, if they're trying to save the money, right? So that's why the Brooklyn Bridge and those exits going there always get so, so backed up. Now you're going to have people coming out of the tunnels, and before they can funnel anywhere, they're going to be put in this, like, super highway of where everyone's going to save money. So the environmental impact study for, for that to have passed seems really ridiculous, um, number one. But the the other problem with this is it's like the exceptions to this rule basically just threaten to make it totally useless. There's There's way too many exceptions, and the level of bureaucracy that's going to be required to make sure that these exceptions are enforced – is I can't imagine how much it's going to cost to enforce this. This is ridiculous. Kathy, Hochul wanted to give certain exemptions to people coming in from Brooklyn, Queens, and the Bronx. Then you have Eric Adams, the mayor, who wanted to give exemptions to uh, people driving cabs, Uber, Lyft, everyone, and also anyone coming for a doctor's appointment, of which there are so many prominent doctors where people are used to uh, being seen by their personal doctor of choice who have offices south of 60th Street. You, you have to find parking, which you need uh, basically a payday loan, reverse mortgage, to park for a few hours. And it's just, I, I, I just don't, well, first off, just line up where the, where the opposition is. And it's, it's an amazing degree of people actually coming together in a bipartisan way uh, to protest the congestion pricing. Probably the, the strangest one uh, is the UFT chairman, Michael Mogul, who actually resides in Staten Island, joining up with uh, Vito Vicella, the Republican conservative borough president. And Mogul and the UFT are funding the lawsuit to stop congestion pricing. Yeah, now again, their lawsuit uh, in, in part obviously is based on the environmental economic damage, but they're really focusing on their workers and they're saying that they're being disproportionately financially burdened, uh, the public sector workers who have to travel in there. So um, more or less it's arguing for, you know, not only for this not to be instituted, but then maybe secondarily if it goes forward for this exception to be carved out of these uh, union workers. The interesting thing is is that if you're a member of the UFT, if you're active, not retired, but if you're active, you can live almost anywhere. You can live in Connecticut. Let's say hypothetically you lived in Fairfield County. You could live there as long as you could get to your teaching assignment or administrative assignment uh, in any of the five boroughs. The other unions, uh, let's say uniform services, you restricted cops, firefighters, civil servants, many of whom want to live in the Poconos where you can get an affordable house. It's a two-hour ride on the bus from the Port Authority one way, two hours back. But um, I think I understand uh, what the motivation for Michael Mulgrew is to join with Vita Vosella. That's an odd couple right well, there. Well, and, and just to sort of give a, a, like a little bit of a, a broader um, explanation of how this is going to work, because, you know, initially I thought that this was something that was strictly going to be enforced during the time of, uh, you know, the hours when it's most used, like rush hour. Peak hours. Yeah, peak hours. But there's actually... Um, now, what, who's actually advising? It's called the Traffic Mobility Review Board. So you're going to want to look into these people. They're not actually part of the government. They just advise and they make recommendations. And the MTA has to decide whether or not they want to accept them. But they're also partners. So, you know, quasi-governmental um, board. Then you have half in the bag, Governor Murphy. Yes. Who has filed a lawsuit against congestion pricing. 
He's got to be successful because, remember, he has put up his wife to run in the U.S. Senate Democratic primary to replace Bobby Menendez. Bobby is still running, although he's under indictment for a second time. Uh, the count, the uh, Congressman Kim is running in that primary. He's ahead of the polls, and um, Murphy's wife is second. He's got to fight against congestion pricing or those because then she doesn't have a shot at winning that Democratic primary. Yeah, so now in their lawsuit, again, the same thing. They have the environmental review and the complete lack thereof. Um, but but they make an interesting claim, really constitutional claim, Federal Commerce Clause, which has to do with, you know, you're affecting inter- interstate travel, which you are. I mean, you're, you're making – so that's actually a very curious uh, claim to be making. It might be more successful. It may have, you know, at least uh, the – I mean, that could be successful, that one. But again, what it, what's happening is because there's so many lawsuits that are going on, 